Welcome back to Be Great With Nate, the podcast that trains you to master your mind, body, and emotions to help you take complete control of your life. I'm your host, your coach, Nate Ortiz. I am enthusiastic about teaching you how to manage your health and mindset while you pursue your goals in life. My goal is to clear your confusion regarding the body, mind, and life itself. If you want to learn how to become the best version of yourself, then you're going to want to stick around. Welcome back to Be Great With Nate. I'm glad to be back with you. I'm glad that you're here with me. In today's podcast, we're going to be speaking about a title that I made with, is called Stop Lying to Yourself and Overcome Your Shadows. And this is something that hit my heart when I was traveling after working with a lot of people at once. And it's just a message that went through me that was actually kind of towards myself as well, right? Um, so yeah, this is a beautiful, uh, I actually wrote it first and after writing it, I, and I was like, oh, this is of course a podcast episode. So can't wait to bring it to you. I just want to give you a heads up. I am a little congested. I had allergic reaction to, um, eating red meat. I took red meat out of my diet possibly, uh, consistently about eight months ago. And I tested it out to see if my body was going to react a couple of days ago and well, two days ago and it actually did. So the reaction has been annoying. Um, I had very bad congestion and I had a headache. And so I, um, I'm doing some things to get rid of it, but just wanted to give you that heads up, but I don't want to miss doing uh, this podcast for you today. So here's some things I want you to understand about your shadow and understand about you lying to yourself. The first thing I want to start off by saying is, remember the stories that you tell yourself versus the stories you tell people the more different these stories are, the more pain you're going to bring in your life. So for an example, if you're telling everybody in your family that you're fine and you're the one that's doing all the work of cleaning people's you know, clothes and washing dishes and, and people yelling and waking you up in the middle of the night, I'm just making up a whole bunch of things. But if you're telling people, no, it's fine, I, I'm fine, I, I, it doesn't bother me, but deep down inside, you're telling yourself that it does bother you. The more you do something like that, the more pain you bring. The more you go into work and you tell your coworkers a story that is different than the story that you're telling yourself, the more pain you're going to bring in your life subconsciously. If you're telling people that you can, if you're, if, if you're going out on the weekends with your friends, for an example, and you're telling people, yeah, 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 I would love to go. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm excited. But you're telling yourself, I wish I can just stay home and lay down. You're going to be bringing pain in your life. And it gets deeper than that. It gets a lot deeper than that. Okay. Um, if you're in a relationship and you're telling everybody you're happy in that relationship, or you're telling that partner you're happy in that relationship, you're telling yourself that you're not happy, you're going to bring, bring pain in your life. Reason why is because it takes a lot of energy to be one way and then hold back from being yourself. You're dividing your energy like that. Pain enters our life when we're out of balance. Okay. So the more you ignore the pain, the more your body has to increase the signal of pain to get your attention. Mm. Listen to that. Stop lying to yourself and overcome your shadows. The more you ignore your pain, the more your body has to increase the pain to get your attention. Most of the pain we experience today comes from us avoiding the truth. When we avoid the truth, we push the responsibility of dealing of, with the weakness or the dark side of ourselves. The side of us that we're not so proud of. You can learn a lot more about the shadow in many different uh, different work today. 
But my favorite one and the one that I was guided through was uh, Carl Jung, C-A-R-L-J-U-N-G. The dark side of you is usually the side that you ignore. It's the side of you that you're not so proud of. For an example, I had trouble reading and writing growing up. So that was the dark side of myself. I try to hide it. I try to avoid it. When a teacher used to call on us in class, I used to figure a way how to escape reading out loud. I used to go to the bathroom for 30 minutes and wait in the bathroom. When I got to college and it was time to read out loud, I did the same thing. It was a version of me that I wasn't so proud of. It was a version of me that I was, you know, it was a weak version of me. And since I've been ignoring it or lying to myself of not telling myself, oh, I don't need to fix that. Oh, it's fine. I created a bigger shadow. I created that side of me to become weaker. I never worked on it. It became weak. It was weak already. It became weaker. If you don't like your life, look at what you're doing subconsciously. If you're someone who's been, oh, I don't know why I'm not losing weight. I'm doing everything I have to do. But subconsciously, you're in the kitchen snacking every other hour. And you're not actually counting those calories or keeping track of them. You see what I'm saying? That right there, you're going to gain weight. But subconsciously, a shadow of you... You know, your shadow may be you're a binge eater or your shadow may be is that you're a grazer and you like to snack when things get hard during the day. But you may be telling everybody that, look, I'm trying to diet and I'm not losing weight. I do everything. But subconsciously, it's second nature for you to snack and you, you're not even realizing how much you snack. I see clients to myself avoid taking the time to face our shadows by investing into a quick fix, which usually leads us to wasting our time, energy, and money because we're facing, we're not facing the truth that the shadow requires. So what I mean by that is you may be, and like I said, I see my client to myself. You may look into a fast way to, I used to try to look into a fast way to get an email um, out to my clients and, you know, automation of, you know, um, speaking into my phone that turns it into word, or I was trying to finesse it or learning how to build websites, trying to figure out the fastest way or paying someone to promise me the fastest, quickest way, because I lacked the ability to have the patience of reading and writing. Some clients come to me and want a quick fix to their weight loss problems. They want a quick fix to why they feel bad. And then when you get them to try to realize their shadow, they get offended. They get, they make up excuses and and it happens to all of us, right? But this is why this podcast is called Stop Lying to Yourself and Overcome Your Shadow. Because those lies that you're doing to protect that shadow is that work that you're avoiding to do is only making it worse. 
So you can't buy a quick fix. Because the shadow requires truth. If you want to lose weight, you may, you might try buying a potential fast promise fat loss supplement or join a fat loss class or even wear a belt, a waist belt to get rid of your belly fat fast. The truth is you might have an emotional eating issue or sugar addiction or issues with work and relationships and sleep or some type of trauma that you haven't gotten help with that leads to overeating. Your desire for fast results increase more when you lie to yourself. It's time for all of us, not just you, me too, right? Let's stop lying to ourselves. We got this. You want to earn more money, but you do the bare minimum at work. You show up and leave the same time all the employees do. You go home and watch TV instead of educating yourself about your craft. You didn't take any type of continuation to for your work, for your skill set, or build your skill set that can lead you to the ability to serve more people, which requires earning more money. The amount of money you make reflects the amount of service you provide to the world. So you want to earn more money, provide more and better service. The truth is it might be time to give up entertainment TV and useless social media and replace those habits with educating yourself. You can learn a lot of great information from the internet for free. Here's what I mean by this. There's a lot of people that say, I can't do this. I don't have the time. I want to make money, more money, but my job sucks. And then, but the truth is, is if we sit there and we say, are you doing everything to try to earn more money? They may say yes to me, but deep down inside to themselves, they know they're not. The stories you tell other people versus the stories you tell yourself, the more different they are, the more pain you bring. The reason why I bring that up is because I say this over and over again, most of the time why I work, when I work with clients, one of their biggest stressors are finances. And the truth is, is that are you really, do I, this is my favorite thing I love to tell clients. You have eight, you have 24 hours. Science shows that eight hours of sleep is optimum. Good. Get your eight hours. The average human being in the United States has to work at least eight hours for a minimum job. Cool. 16 hours. What are you doing on the remaining eight hours? Whatever you're doing on the remaining eight hours makes you who you are today. A simple book can give you so much inspiration and information to help you develop your skill set with work. It only costs 10 to 20 bucks. You can invest into online courses. You can find a coach, teacher to even help you. You can find something no matter what your budget is. And here's what I'm saying here. Are you lying to yourself saying that you're doing everything you can do to make a good living for yourself? If that is your shadow, are you doing everything you can to actually stay consistent on taking care of your health with nutrition? If that is your shadow, see what I'm saying? So these are just some examples that came to me that I, I wanted to write down because it just sat with me and I just want to speak it with you. Stop lying to yourself. 
Look at yourself in the mirror and tell me what you see. Tell me, how do you feel about yourself? Is there more you can do? Can you honestly say that you tried your hardest to heal your pain? Any problem or pain that's coming up? Did you really try your hardest? Do you find yourself judging yourself? When you look in that mirror, do you find yourself looking at what's wrong with you? Do you are you hardening yourself with your weight? Are you continuing, are you always looking at yourself and comparing yourself how you used to look back in the day? I used to be able to do this. I used to look like that. If so, I want you to try this exercise. Anytime you harden yourself or anytime life gets hard, come back to this podcast to this exact moment and do these exercises. You ready? Can you see right now, if you look in the mirror, or, can, or look around the room. Can you see? Do you have vision? If so, think about if life would be harder if you were blind. Can you hear? If so, think about if life would be harder if you were deaf. Do you have both of your legs? Okay. Now think about if life would be harder if you couldn't walk. Do you? Can you move your arms? Think about if life would be harder if you had no arms. How many of these that I just mentioned can you do or do you have? Can you at least do two or three of them? How about if you could do all? Wow. Aren't you blessed? Imagine those who are not as fortunate as us. We thought our life was hard, huh? So anytime life gets hard for me, I sit down and think about, yo, imagine life if I couldn't hear anything. Imagine life if I couldn't see anything. Imagine life if I couldn't swallow my food. Imagine life if I couldn't walk. Oh, my God. Now, there's people out there that have one of those, those issues. We're blessed. Let's stay grateful and always remind ourselves how grateful we should be. Remember, the average lifespan in the United States is 79 years. Where are we going after this? Where do we come from? And why am I here? That's something I've been asking myself since I was like four. And that just gives me this internal motivation. The reason why I brought you through that, and I'm trying to get this, your mind working, is because having a shadow is not, it, all of us have a dark side. It's a polarity to the good side, right? But I want you to see if that dark side is actually running your life subconsciously and is giving you the results in your life that you don't want. And if that's the case, then it's time to look in within ourselves and challenge that shadow. And, and it's time to overcome it. And the only way we can um, overcome it is become aware of it and telling ourselves the truth. I'm scared. Uh, instead of being scared of what's next, I have a perspective that may help. We are here for a short period of time because we're on a mission. 
That mission is to bring our love, passion, and skill to the world. When you stop lying to yourself and start facing your shadow, you bring the subconscious to the conscious. You're able to take action on the thing that was bringing you pain. You overcome that shadow. You become a better version of yourself. You then get inspired and then help others heal. Boom. You contribute towards the world and the evolution in a positive way. And you make the world a better place for the next generation. The more you ignore your calling, the more pain you bring in your life by avoiding your responsibilities. The first step to becoming aware is to stop lying to yourself. We don't know how much time we have left on earth. Let's try our best to be grateful for each day that we do have. So in the last couple months, there was a couple things happening subconsciously and I was like, I don't like this. And then usually your partner or your parents or someone's close to you, specifically a partner, especially after 18 months of dating somebody, they'll call your shadows out all day. My partner was calling it out. She was telling me the problem and I was like, no, that's not it. That's not it. I was in denial. I was lying to myself. And then I noticed that she was correct. And I had to make some changes. It was painful. Some things that happen subconscious. I mean, those shadows that you build up, they can be painful to overcome a change. Because sometimes if you allow them to stay long enough, they leave a lot of damage to clean up. They bring people around you that don't deserve to be around you. They can affect compensation. So what I mean is, did you overconsume food, which equals weight gain? Did you overconsume materialistic things, which means less money in your bank account? Did you overconsume a, a drug, which can lead to addiction? Right. So I just wanted to bring this from my heart today and be able to bring this to, to you. This is something I wrote when I was on a plane and it was something that was speaking very, very heavily to me. And uh, I was like, Oh, I got to get this down on a piece of paper. I typed it up and then I, um, I was like, okay, when I get back home, I'm going to record this as a podcast. Overcoming your shadow the shadows that you are going to be dealing with are going to be very similar to the ones that your parents dealt with. Carl Jung says that your responsibility on earth is to overcome the things your parents did not. I'll say that again. Your responsibilities on earth is to overcome the things that your parents did not overcome. So my parents were um, addicts. It was my job to overcome being an addict. And what did I have learned? I learned that subconsciously it was very easy for me to have an addictive personality. Very easy. That's why I had a sugar addiction. Okay. My parents were broke. 
it was very easy for me to fall in that line of being broke. When you come from the hood and everybody's on Section 8 and welfare, it is a paradigm that everybody, most people do. When you turn 16 to 18 years old, you go, you get your food stamps card, and then you go apply for Section 8 and Medicare, Medicaid, right? When that time come, I denied it. I said, no, I'm not doing that. Was it hard? Yes, it was hard. And, and, and when you overcome these shadows, you know what makes it more challenging? It becomes lonely. That's why it's important to find mentors. Even if you, you can find mentors reading a book or listen to a podcast like you're listening now. You don't have to be in person with them. Use your imagination as if you're with them talking to them. And what I mean by that is anytime I used to listen to Paul Check or Elliot, Yo Elliot or Napoleon Hill, Earl Nightingale, or Bob Proctor, I used to think that anytime they were talking, I was in a room when they were speaking. The mind doesn't know what's real, what's not real. I felt as if I was there. I felt as if they were speaking to me. When you overcome uh, a, a paradigm shadow, mom, great-great-grandma was broke. Then great, great grandma was broke. Then great grandma was broke. Then grandma was broke. Then mom was broke. Boom. It's you now. And you overcome that. You're overcoming a huge DNA shadow. And I'll teach you something deep that I've learned. <clears throat> the shadow that is so hard, the hardest to overcome is usually a shadow that is, has been in the, in the paradigm for seven generations. And the reason why it's so hard for you to overcome is because it's in wired into your DNA. But when, when you overcome it, you overcome it for the past seven generations that did it. And when you do overcome it, you save the next seven generations of your DNA. And what I've learned is when a person overcomes their biggest shadow, which happens to be the DNA shadow, Think about something that your mom struggled with, your dad struggled with, or something your family struggled with. Look around your brothers and sisters. That are, do they have it subconsciously? See if they have those habits. And as soon as you overcome it, we, we were told that your, your ancestors are cheering you on. Because as soon as you do overcome it, you, have, you give your DNA a better chance to elevate and continue to stay and keep up with the society on earth. So for an example, great, great, great grandmother was broke. Like I told you, then great, great grandma was broke. And then great grandma was broke. And then grandma was broke. And then mom was broke. And then my sister became broke. And then my older brother got broke. And then boom, it's me. Now, as that was going, it was getting worse. Because today, it's harder to survive in some ways as far as financial, right? Look at what grandma brought her house for and look at what you're trying to buy your house for now today. Look at the value of a dollar. Things are a lot different. So now it's up to, it's up to me. And if I don't overcome that, then we continue to go broke and then my kids go broke and then my kids. And then what happens from there is that 
there can be a chance of my kids having more health issues because I was born with so many health issues because my mom had health issues, but I got more more health issues than my mother. Then my offspring can have more health issues. You see what I'm saying? So for me, I said, well, no. And I reversed all that. And I was the first Division One football player in school history, first one to ever go to high school in my family, first one to graduate college in my family, first legal entrepreneur, okay? And now I have did things with my career so far that if I bring a child in my world, my child's going to be taken care of. I reversed that. Was it hard? Yes. The things that you're going to do to overcome that deep shadow, it's hard. Yeah. But I'm telling you one thing. When you, you have, you'll see magical things happen when you face it because you'll have magical things happen because your DNA is cheering for you. And if that's too deep for you, then you may want to study a little more of like Joseph Campbell. You may want to study a little more Carl Jung. You want to study a little bit of Robert Moore. Those may be some good things for you to look into. But I'll tell you this one thing. I lived it and I'm living it as we speak. I want you to become the best version of yourself. And as we do that, I want you to ask your, the question of looking at yourself and saying, am I lying to myself? I caught myself lying to myself plenty of times. The stories I was telling people and the stories I was telling myself, they were, no, they were different. I'm lying. I'm lying to myself. I told you one of the best skill sets that I have is being honest. I can't lie. I, I suck at lying to people or out loud. Most of you that have, when I say lying to yourself, most of you are subconsciously lying to yourself. That means you're not conscious of it. You're not conscious of it. I'm not saying that you wake up and like, yeah, I'm conscious of it. I'm just going to lie to myself. No. Most of us are not even conscious of it, man. Until we sit there and we become conscious. How do you become conscious? You become aware. How do you become aware? Look at what you don't like in your life. Stop and think about what habits build up to it. That's the subconscious. That's the paradigm. And if you don't like it, then you ask yourself, have I been truthful with this one situation? One of the things I lied to myself about in the last year is um, I figured out that I wasn't, ha I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have enough time to train myself. I didn't have any energy to train myself. And subconsciously, I mean, it would, it, I mean, if you look at my schedule, I'm extremely busy. But there was a shadow that was that was letting me leading me to believe, yeah, stick with that right there. You don't have enough time. Truth of the matter is, I found myself giving my time to people who did not deserve it, or I found myself giving too much time to people. 
just being honest with you. My partner would call it out. She's like, yo, you're, you're giving too much time or you don't, you don't, you're not getting what you deserve out of that. And I'm like, no, it's okay. Trust me. I know how this thing goes. Liar. I'm lying. And then since I am given all that time, now that I come, I'm burnt out. I'm not going to train. And then I'll have some, instead of making myself food, I would just have a pound of strawberries or I just eat berries. And then, which would lead me to be even more hungry in about an hour or two. And then as I'm cooking, I may snack. <clears throat> and as I snack, all I'm not counting, I'm not tracking any of these calories. Boom, weight gain. Boom, fatigue. Boom. I look at my girlfriend. Look, I'm trying. I'm trying everything. I'm not losing weight. Liar. Got to call. My, I had to call myself out. No. Stop lying to yourself, bro. Subconsciously, it was lies. So I try to expose myself as much as I can in these in this body of work that I make for you. I try myself to, I want to be someone who's not telling you to do something and I'm not doing it or telling you to do something and acting like I have it all in control. That's a liar. I'm able to bring work like this because I go through it. Fungal infections, have them. When digestive issues, had them. Fatigue issues, had them. That's how I'm able to figure out the, the answers to most of these things because I went on a deep, deep search for it. So when you sit yourself down, think about what you're doing subconsciously that you don't like. And then as you look at that, and now it's aware, as soon as you become aware of it, that's, a, that's the biggest game changer within itself. Try your best to stay truthful to yourself because you deserve that. If you figure out that you're hard on yourself, go to those exercises that I bring you through. And then you start seeing how great you are in life and you start seeing how much blessings you have in your life. And then usually a shadow comes with some type of, so for an example, my shadow of not having any time came with, oh, I see what I'm doing here. I was given extra time because I had no, I didn't make any time for joy in my life. And why? I'm across the country from my family and my real friends. And I'm living in a place where there's no real friends. I'm in Los Angeles. Just keeping it real with you. I'm in a place where when I'm done with work, I don't, I can't go hang out with my brothers or my father or my cousins and my friends. So let me stay on my grind. But LA got the palm trees, baby. LA has good weather. I got to stay. Subconsciously, it showed me I was experiencing something different. But egotistically, I'm like, nah, man, I'm in LA. I'm doing it. I'm working with this person, doing that, doing that. Nah, man. Look at what you're doing subconsciously and try to figure out why. I, I tell clients all the time, digest. Don't judge, digest. When you become aware, digest. Why is this? Why? Why? Master the why is what I call it. And you may not get the answer the right way, but 
sit there and figure out why. Okay. So when I got deep into my shadow, I figured out, oh, I overwork or I work because I don't, I'm not entertained sitting down watching TV. Right. So subconsciously I kept myself mentally busy because being here was a, a constant reminder on how I have to stay on my grind. There's no winters here. Sun is out all year round. Stay on my grind. What was I doing there? I was forcing a long summer, right? Did you listen to the rhythm? The, the last podcast that I made on the natural rhythms of life and seasons. Yeah. I was staying in that long summer. So see what you're doing subconsciously and see what's forcing you. Are you overworking because you don't want to go home? Right? That may be something. So when you bring up that subconscious or the, the, the that paradigm, see the habits that are attached to it and then try to see the subconscious. Oh, back in the day, I used to do this. Okay, well, tell me what was different back in the day. Tell me what was different. And then as soon as you start seeing what's different, you start to see, oh, back in the day, I used to be 10% body fat. What was different from then and now? Oh, the difference is I used to go to the gym every day at 7 p like 4, 3 to 4 p.m. and sometimes even 7 p.m. Oh, okay, cool. What's the difference now? I don't. I try to work out in my own gym, but when I go in my own gym, I get so caught up in being a consciousness of business that I'll be answering emails while working out. And I, I'm not, I didn't remove myself from my environment to put my, my mind in a, in a state of workout and then go home, rest. Everything is home. I built my whole business at my house. I have a, a whole gym facility in my backyard. So start looking at the habits that are attached to it and think about before when I used to do X, Y, and Z, what was different from me doing it before now? Oh, I have kids, Nate. Duh. Okay, cool. So when you drop the kids off, if you're going to work or if you're um, not working, when do you make time for you? Oh, I can't. You can't or you won't. Because a lot of us get into a habit of putting we, family, and friends, or all work in front of I. It's okay to be a little selfish. The more you love yourself, the more you take care of yourself, the more you can help we. I wish you luck on overcoming your shadow and, and you're not going to do it in one day, but I hope, I really, really hope that this podcast has brought you some type of awareness. And, um, and I really hope that when I say the stop lying to yourself, I say it in the terms of, Become more aware of what you're doing subconsciously if you don't like what your life is. And the lie that you may be telling yourself subconsciously, not purposely, subconsciously, may be driving your, the, the consequences of your environment or things that come to you in physical form or your consequences into something that you don't want. And if that's the case, then it may be time to sit yourself down to see if you're lying to yourself. And that can be huge. Okay, so, all right, 
K. Crump. So glad I found Nate. He talks about everything that lightens me up. He's the most knowledgeable guy I found. Such an amazing, amazing podcast, and I recommend it to everyone. It's on my vision board to work with Nate one day. Well, thank you so much. Okay, Great Britain. Wow, I'm going to listen to Great Britain. That's, that's amazing, dude. Um, someone from Australia. Love the content, rich with explanations for the body, mind, and AMP. Spirit while trying it all together. Discovered your content recently. Your magic is so needed in this world. Thank you. Well, thank you. And the title was Discover the Gem Here. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, Webster Bank app via Apple Podcast, uh, United States of America said, I absolutely love Nate's podcast. I was introduced to him through the Highest Self podcast where he was a great speaker. Well, thank you. That means the world to me. Uh, he was so knowledgeable and full of so much helpful, helpful information that there was no way I couldn't subscribe to his content. I really love his combo of material that covers mental and physical health slash wellness, motivational and spiritual topics. <laughs> He's such an authentic, engaging and genuine style of communication. And I really ap appreciate his transparency. Being a New Yorker, it is a great way to hear his East Coast directionist and accent. Yes. <laughs> Yes, baby. I have that New York Jersey, that, that, that accent. It's so hard for me to get rid of it. I try to, to be honest with you, but, um, if you look, if you look at any old videos of me three years ago, it was worse. It was terrible because I had a lot of ghetto slang with it. So I got a lot better at uh, pronouncing words, writing and reading. I've been working on my shadow with those and uh, I developed it. I've rewired my subconscious mind with that. Um, I'm going to do one more. And it says, uh, there's someone from America as well. And info you can understand. I'm so grateful for this podcast. Nate is full of helpful information for anyone struggling with health, weight loss, and motivation. He's relatable and gives so much helpful information, including where to go to find more information on the topics. He breaks down difficult topics in terms we can understand and share his own journey and experience. It's a must listen. Thank you. Wow, you guys are amazing. I appreciate it. Dominique says, extremely grateful to have found Nate's podcast. I've listened to each episode. Some of them have bookmarked as I love to refer back to them. Through Nate's work, I was able to identify, identify issues I was experiencing, one of them being gut health and more awareness and intention to what I was eating. I've always struggled with bloating and poor posture. I'm down 12 pounds. Wow. But most importantly, I feel great. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. Just wanted to read some reviews because I told you, if you leave some, I'll read some. Oh, I like that. If you leave some, I'll read some. See, I could, I could have been a rapper, man. A lyricist. I could have been a lyricist. All right. I'm going to leave some of the references down below. Um, if you want to get more into some type of shadow work or some type of deep um, calling work, uh, Joseph Campbell, Carl Jung, Great way, great two people to start, and also Robert Moore. I want to bring um, a podcast talking about archetypes, and I'm going to bring one. The, the next podcast I'm going to be bringing is how to deal with negative family members, right? Like your parents, how to deal with negative parents, okay, and siblings. So um, that one's going to be a huge one, and we're going to be talking about some archetypes in that one, simple archetypes. And then as I get deeper into 
my studies of archetypes, which I have a good understanding, but as I get deeper, I can be able to bring you more episodes. I also want to bring you a series of um, stress. We I went through a lot of stress, how stress can affect you in, in podcast, but I want to, I'm going to start bringing you, uh, I want to bring a deep series of stress on YouTube to present the pictures and stuff like that. So if you don't follow me on YouTube on be great with Nate, um, try to find me on there as well. Um, because I'm going to try to do more presentations, hands-on presentations to help you. So if you have any questions, I'm, I'm thinking about doing a podcast once a week, answering questions, Q and a, um, because this, these podcasts comes with so much information that some of you may have questions on them. So if you have any questions, I'm going to start doing a podcast answering questions. So I have one topic podcast a week, and then I want to do at least one Q&A podcast. And um, I can do the best I can to answer these questions for you. Uh, you can you can ask those questions. I'll put the, the business email down below. It's nate at begreatwithnate.com. That's it. Nate at begreatwithnate.com. Um, you, you, if you want to stay anonymous, mention that in the email. But, I mean, if your name is Ashley, I mean, if I say Ashley has a question here today, I mean, there's a lot of Ashleys out there. So I'm, I doubt that people are going to be like, yeah, I think that's the Ashley I went to school with. <laughs> so um, I'm going to be starting the one that is answering questions as well. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Thank you so much for being here. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with me today. And I appreciate that. Try to share this with a family, a friend, if if you think it can help them. Peace. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope the show gave you valuable information. If you did, take a screenshot, post it on social media, like your Instagram story or someone in your social and tag me. I will definitely get back to you. I really appreciate the love. Or you can easily just leave a rating or a review if you have the time. You don't understand how much those little things right there help me push this show to get more people like you to listen. If you want more Be Great With Nate, you can head over to BeGreatWithNate.com and I'll meet you there. Until next time, peace.